Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Welcome to A Slob Chem's Clean, the podcast. I am Dana K. White, author of Decluttering at the Speed of Life and several other books. This podcast is where I share my personal deslobification process. As I figure out ways to keep my own home under control, I share the truth about cleaning and organizing strategies that actually work in real life for real people people who don't love cleaning and organizing. Thanks for joining me today. This is podcast number 343. And I think I'm going to call it how I cure with cure being in quotation marks, my tea pad and other slob problems. So let's just analyze that title. First of all, tea pad stands for time passage awareness disorder, which I made up to describe my strange inability to predict how long something is going to take. Either I over predict and don't do it because I think it's going to take way too long, which is kind of the theme of today when we're talking about what we're talking about. Or I think, oh, that won't take long at all. And I get myself into something that causes this big, huge hassle and mess, which then makes me not want to do it at all in the future, because I think of it as being something that's just going to go badly. And other slob problems. Oh, no, that's not the other thing I was going to go analyze. The other thing was having cure be in quotation marks. So I feel like what is it? I remember I had a masseuse one time who I asked her some questions and she would like give this, I am not a medical professional and therefore I cannot advise or dispense medical advice. I don't remember. That's whatever it was, but it was clearly a phrase that she had memorized that she would say every single time before we would have any conversation about anything that could be thought of as medical advice. She was like, I'm not giving medical advice, you know? So anyway, it just makes me, that's what I think about when I think about the word cure and you know how there have to be so many disclaimers. I mean, we're talking about a messy house, so we're not talking about any kind of medical issues here, but I I do think it's one of those words where, you know, a, a cure is what I was looking for. Like that's what I wanted. I wanted a cure for my brain and my house. I was like, what thing can I do? What single flip can I switch in my brain? What magic trick can I find that will change everything about my house and how I act in it and, you know, keep things and all that kind of stuff. Like I was looking for the cure when in reality, so many things, even medically or whatever, Again, I'm not giving any kind of medical advice. I'm just saying so many times it's not a take this medicine and it's over. It's something to be managed, something to be dealt with, something to be managed. Yeah. Right. Okay. Like how do you, or therapy or whatever, you know, like physical therapy, that kind of stuff. It's not something that you just have an one thing that you do and then it's immediately fixed. So anyway, so all that in the word cure, I, I think that that, um, There is not one piece of understanding that will make someone like me not have T-pad anymore. You know, instead, 
time passage awareness disorder, those of y'all who are new. Instead, for me, it's much more been realizing I have time passage awareness disorder, again, made it by me. And this is my reality. Therefore, what can I do to keep that reality from resulting in my house being consistently, constantly, mind bogglingly out of control? Okay. All right. So that's what we're talking about today. Um, I did want to remind you this podcast is going to come out on Thursday before Get Organized HQ comes out on Monday. And my session is the very first session. Am I allowed to publicly complain? I am always the first session. Like, I think I have been the first session, maybe all but one year or maybe all years of Get Organized HQ. I don't know why, but the reason I'm complaining and I'm not complaining. I'm just saying like, I am always the first session, which means I'm not going to talk about it anymore. Cause I only talk about it for y'all to be able to watch it for free. You know, I mean like if you want to get the, the pass great, which is the reason I give you my specific link, but anyway, but you can watch it for free for 24 hours. It's on September 12th. It's the first thing. Um, I'm not sure what time zone and all that kind of stuff, but you'll see that on the site anyway. So I'm just letting you know. Okay. If you would like to watch my Besting through your best excuses session, and you want to get the free pass, it's September 12th that that comes out. So September 12th is the day when you can watch it for free. Anyway, so my link for you to get there is at aslobcomesclean.com slash HQ. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Y'all know I am all about identifying what things you can do to make overwhelming tasks possible. Buying a home or selling a home can be completely overwhelming. Finding just the right realtor can make the whole process so much easier. That's why I want to tell you about Redfin. Redfin updates their listings every two minutes and sends you personalized recommendations. So finding the home that's perfect for you has never been easier. See something you like? Book a tour straight from the app. And when you're ready to buy an experienced local Redfin agent can guide you through the whole process. And if you're looking to sell, Redfin agents know how to get you the best price possible for your home. That's because they sell twice as many homes as other agents. With a listing fee as low as 1%, Redfin's fees are half of what others often charge, which means you'll have more money to put towards your next home. I know firsthand what a difference having the right real estate agent can make. We would have been lost without ours when we bought our current home and sold our old home a couple of years ago. Download the Redfin app to get started. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Projects, so many projects. Taking care of all the things gets overwhelming. So when I get that feeling of overwhelm, I know I need to take steps to make my mental well-being a priority. 
having someone to talk to, like a BetterHelp therapist, can really help. This time of year is always busy, but with my youngest child graduating from high school, we have lots of extra projects that need my attention. I know from experience that these are the times when it feels extra helpful and essential to talk through my emotions with my therapist. BetterHelp makes it easy to connect with a licensed therapist. The online platform simplifies the process. It's accessible and affordable. After answering a short questionnaire, you can choose whether you prefer to meet via phone call, video, or live chat, and you can plan your sessions at your convenience to suit your schedule. Find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash clean today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash clean. Okay, so talking about T-pad, talking about my slob problems, one of the essences of slob problems of, you know, the natural tendency toward a messy out of control house. One of the realities of that is, is just this constant life happens. And then it puts me in a situation or used to put me okay. In a situation where I was just like, what is wrong with me? Why didn't I do such and such? when I could have. Okay. Like I'm, I'm in a situation where somebody's coming over or something happens and the plumber has to come inside or whatever. So I am in this situation and I'm like, how did I get in this situation again? Like, why didn't I do this, 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 and this? And I can look backwards and I can say, I could have done this at such and such time and I didn't. And then that's where a lot of the self-loathing would come in, right? Where the the frustration over why am I this way? How do I constantly get into this mess again? You know, and then I would back then because I had a project mentality, which I, that's my natural tendency is to view things in my life as a project because a project is where I feel successful. Okay. I do projects really well. I like to plan. I like to execute. I like to evaluate all that kind of stuff. Well, I would treat my house like a project because I thought, well, that's where I'm successful in life. Obviously if my house is ever going to be under control, that's how I'm going to do it. And so I would think, okay, I've got to treat my house like a project or whatever. But in reality, treating my house like a project was the reason I kept getting into this mess because treating my house like a project was the thing that kept me not doing little things and instead thinking, okay, I need to instead plan and come up with this big chunk of time to really make a huge debt. Anyway, but that was the frustration for me, okay, was these moments would happen and I would look back and I would go, how did I let myself get into this mess again? How did, how am I in this situation again? Okay. Because the reality of life that I'm 48 now and I feel like I've accepted it, but then sometimes I still have experiences where I go, maybe I haven't accepted it because again, it's happened to me, but is is that something always comes up like guaranteed something is always going to come up. There's always going to be some variable that I did not see coming. And I feel like the older I get, the more mature I get, hopefully, I just know that that's going to happen, right? And like, you know, I have young adult kids and, or young adult, what do you call them? Like, I don't want to call them kids and children anymore, but I guess, I don't know, whatever. Anyway, I have young adult 
people to whom I gave birth many years ago. And that's one of the things that I'm, I'm constantly, you know, trying to help them understand, which also makes me, you know, kind of naggy sometimes, but it's like, I, I can't tell you what's going to happen, but I know something's going to happen. You know, so it's like, be prepared in a way that allows you to deal with whatever is it is that's going to come up because something's going to come up. Like their only guarantee of what's going to happen is that something unexpected is going to happen, right? Like it always, always does. But at the same time, you know, I tell my young adult people to whom I give birth, I, I tell them this, but I also know I had to learn it the hard way and that I'm still learning it the hard way on certain issues or, you know, just random things. But I mean, like, that's, that's just reality, right? Like that, that's part of it. So my thing that made me start thinking about this was last week. So I'm recording this on Tuesday morning, the day after Labor Day, for those of you here in the US. And um, so we had Monday off. So a week, week and a half ago, whatever, I was preparing my son to leave for the year. And it was like a major preparing. How much have I said? I don't remember. Anyway, so he basically only has a hiking backpack for an in, for nine months, right? So that's all he was able to take. So it was a lot of preparing. You know, I was trying to let him do it, but I won't go into all that now. But anyway, I was trying to let him do it because I learned the hard way a couple years ago that if you do all the packing for them, they won't know what they had. <laughs> anyway, so, but we had been through that. There was a, so many details and things to do and all that kind of stuff. So we did that. And, uh, that was crazy. And so in my mind, I kept going, I'm just putting things off for later. Cause I can't deal with that right now. Cause there's so much going on, which was true for the most part. I mean, it was true anyway. So I knew that I was behind. Well, then we took this son to where he needed to go, flew back in to Dallas late Sunday night. And then Monday morning, I went with my husband to a work conference that he had where I, you know, sat in the room and worked. And then we went out to dinner and stuff together while we were out of town. So that was uh, through Wednesday. So I got home late Wednesday night. So basically, I had been gone for five days, and then came back and Thursday, Friday, and then we were going to have out of town guests that were going to be here for Labor Day weekend on Saturday morning. Now, I do have to say, I couldn't have done this years ago. Like this I, I couldn't have done it. I would have had to come up with some reason why we couldn't host or I would have had to, I, I don't know what I would have done. Like it, it would have been extremely stressful for me. But as it was, I was like, yeah, okay, that's great. The house will be fine. Um, because I have decluttered so much because I've kept up with things, you know, I knew that I would have some to do, but I also was like, okay, that's great. But I did want to work outside. Okay, because here in Texas, we have had um, crazy drought over the summer, and then all of a sudden crazy rain. So it's been like, whew, okay, so the I, I really wanted to work in the backyard, because I knew we were going to be spending back time in the backyard. And I mentioned a couple podcasts ago that we, we have a pool now. And so um, I knew that was where we we're going to be spending our time. And I really wanted to do some things, you know, it was just kind of, it just needed to, I just needed to do some work out there. And so in my mind, I had thought, okay, well, I will do that work on Thursday and Friday mornings while I'm home. Well, then it rained like crazy, like insane rain. 
And so it just took that away. And I mean, like took those, those times that I had planned to work, it took that away. And I was like, Oh my word, I had all this stuff that I was going to do. What am I supposed to do now? So Saturday morning, I was able to actually work. And when I say morning, it's because it gets so hot in the evenings and then it rained at random times, but whatever, not in the evenings in the afternoons. So Saturday morning, I was like, okay, I'm going to work out there, but I wasn't able to do all the things that I knew I really wanted to do all the things that were envisioned. So actually, I think I did something on Friday morning, maybe anyway, but oh yeah, Friday morning. So I think I had like 45 minutes before the rain was supposed to start. Okay. And so I got my little power washer thing out and I said, okay, I'm going to do what I can in the next 45 minutes or however long I have before it starts to rain again. Okay. I'm going to do what I can do. And just like always happens, it looked so much better for having done what I could do, even though it was not where I wanted it to be. Okay. And so then the Saturday morning I did the same thing. I'm going to do what I can do for this short amount of time I have before they get here. Okay. So that mentality made me think of how far I've come to even be able to have that mentality because the problem was, yes, life happens. Yes. My teapad flares up and I, you know, forget that blah, 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 whatever. But having the mentality of, okay, I can't predict, or I can't set aside the amount of time that I want to set aside. I do not have the amount of time that I think it would take, or even I know it would take to do the things that I want to do that need to be done here. And yet I'm so much better off when I say, okay, with whatever time I have, I'm going to do what I can do. And we're better off. I mean, I got that, that half of a bug that was smushed up against the glass door. And I don't know how long it had been there. Um, so my dog loves to chase bugs and eat them. And this one she didn't eat, but she did chase it and smash it, I guess, with her nose on the glass. And it had been there and I had not dealt with it, but I dealt with it. You know, so it's like, Okay, even though they don't know that they're not seeing a half smushed dead bug, I know they are and I feel better about my space. Okay. And I was also able to, you know, clean off the the patio a little bit. Not perfect, not great. There were things that still totally needed to be done that kind of got on my nerves that I wish I could have done. But I was so much better off for looking at it that way instead of looking at it like what's the point? What's the point of me even doing this when I, you know, or I simply just do not have time because of all these legitimate circumstances, but because of that, I simply don't have the time to really get my backyard area totally cleaned up, but I have a little time. And because I have a little time, I can do something that lets me get started. When I look at it as, no, I'm not going to finish but I'm going to do what I can do in the time that I have. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do something. And every single time I do that, I'm so incredibly grateful that I did. Not because, oh my word, I ended up getting it completely done. No, I didn't. But it was so much better. 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. So here's the thing I've been thinking about. And I I don't know. Sometimes y'all know you get my in the midst of the thought processes because because I think there's definitely times where things don't happen in my house because I just don't want to do them. I don't enjoy that. I hate that. Whatever. I don't, I don't like doing it. But I think so many times, more often than not, not doing something is a result of overthinking, of overanalyzing what would be needed to do it right to the point where I just don't do it because I think, because I've thought out in my brain why this is not a good time. This is not the best time. I don't have enough time. I don't have the resources. I don't have the whatever. That's why I'm not doing anything because of all the thinking that I'm doing about how I can't do it correctly or well. So it's not so much that I don't want to, it's that I'm overthinking. Does that make sense? So when I say that, the reason why I think it's important for me to acknowledge that is that it's a mindset difference there. Okay. Like when we're talking about the five minute pickup. So I have shared many times that uh, the five minute pickup is magical. I mean, it really is something that changes your house. Like it changed my house five minute pickups. Uh, uh, anyway, so what I mean when I say a five minute pickup is literally setting the timer for five minutes and picking things up and putting them away, not picking things up and setting them aside to put away later, but like actually carrying through on each item one at a time or however many you can gather in your hands to go somewhere, or whatever, doing what you can in five minutes. So here's the thing. I will often say, some people are like, why do you say five minutes? I'm like five minutes. I say five minutes because that was literally the shortest amount of time that I could justify doing this for. Okay. I was like, I feel like I'm going to get distracted if I try to go 15 minutes or whatever. I'm just going to try five minutes and see if it makes a difference. It makes a huge, huge difference to do five minutes. But my mindset is less, and maybe there are times where it's different than this, but my mindset is less like, Oh, I'm going to drag myself up and make myself do five minutes. You know, I can, I can do five minutes. I can do five minutes. I, I think what my actual mindset is more than that is what can I do in five minutes? Let me see what I can get done in five minutes. 
because y'all know, y'all know I'm anti cheerleaders, right? I mean, not like anti actual cheerleaders because I loved being a cheerleader when I was in junior high, but I'm not one who is going to get my house under control because somebody is saying, you can do it. You can do it. Just do this because hmm, how do I say this? Y'all, those of us who struggle with this stuff are not dumb. Like, The thing I've realized, and it always feels awkward to say something like this, but the thing I've realized from knowing things about y'all, from knowing things about, uh, well, y'all, I don't know why I was acting like I was going to say something different that time. Anyway, but from knowing, the more I learn about my listeners and the people who relate to what I'm saying, y'all, we're smart people. And I'm not just saying, oh, we're smart. No, I mean, like, we're smart people. Like, we are actually highly intelligent people. I know it's awkward to say that because, because the problem is when you, when I say that, and I'm also talking about struggling to keep my house under control, that's the thing that always made me feel dumb. You know, I was like, what is wrong with me? Why can I not do this? And the reason it was so mind boggling is that in general, I'm a very intelligent person. Okay. I mean, I was high school salutatorian y'all. I mean like, but, but I hear like, we have people who follow this, who like work at NASA and like are professors and doctors and lawyers and like, y'all we're smart people. Okay. What did I get off on this subject? Um, (laughs) I, I, I think what I'm saying is as an intelligent person, it can feel very demeaning or like someone else is not thinking of me as a smart person, which I like to be thought of as a smart person, but it's something I rebel against when somebody I feel like is treating me like a child. You know, when someone is just saying, you can do it, Dana, you can do it. Go get your dishes done. And I'm like, um, yeah, that makes me not want to do my dishes when you talk to me like that you know, or Tana, you can do it. Just get up for five minutes. Okay. Let's see what you can do. Get up for five minutes. And I'm like, yeah, I'm, uh, no. So it, I, I overthought all the reasons why it did not make sense to do the dishes right now. It did not make sense to do, you know, what in the world mathematically, how is five minutes going to make a difference when I can look around this house and tell you for sure that it's like hours worth of work that needs to be done in here or whatever. Instead, I think that's what I do is I over talk about this stuff just so that because for me, what's actually helped me was doing it and then realizing why five minutes make a difference. Okay, like I would much rather you explain to me why five minutes makes a difference as opposed to just saying you can do it. Anyway, have I gotten completely off of the I promise I'm intelligent. I mean, really, y'all. I know you can't tell right now by my rambling, but (laughs) anyway, um, But it's that it works better for me to be realistic and say, I know this isn't going to solve everything. Like I've taken that off the table. That is gone. I am not worrying about the end result here. But I also know that whatever I can do in this amount of time that I have is going to make this space better. Okay, I've changed my goal. My goal is not done. My goal is better. And now I I can give myself that amount of time and say, okay, i I'm going to see what I can do in five minutes. So seeing what I can do means that I have said I'm not predicting. There is no point in me thinking through what five minutes is going to do. It's just me saying, I'm going to see, 
I'm, I'm going to do this experiment. I'm going to see what happens in five minutes. I'm going to see what happens, what I can get done before it rains. You know, like, I don't know. I don't know when it's going to rain exactly. I don't know how big of a difference it's going to make. I don't know how long it's going to take me to set up the power washer, all this stuff. And yet I was better off for that. Okay. And that little bit of being better off seeing that progress then helps me to be able to, you know, feel better about my space. And also every time I do that, then that is like therapy for my slob problem right? Okay. Not that I'm a therapist. You know what I mean? But it is, it's like, okay, that, that was a little exercising of that understanding and muscle, which then affects me in the future to make me less resistant to trying that again, less resistant to using whatever time I have to do whatever I can without huge expectations or this need to predict exactly how this is going to go. Okay. I don't know. Um, I hope I've made any sense whatsoever. Um, what can I do in the moment of focus and having time that will benefit me on those other crazy moments? Okay, here we go. So, you know, I'm going to have to say this, right? Like the more that I do this, the more that I allow myself to say, I don't have the time that it takes to do this. I can't predict what the future is going to hold. And so I know it's important for me to use the time that I do have to do something. The more that I do that, the more it makes me grateful for the things I've done in the past that make doing that easier. And the number one thing that makes it easier to do something in the amount of time that I have is decluttering. Okay decluttering is the hard work of letting go of stuff. Often it's physical work, but it's also a lot of emotional work. The more that I declutter in those times where I do have any time or, you know, energy or focus or whatever, the more I can get stuff out of my house, the easier and uh, more impactful those random chunks of time that I'm just doing what I can are for me. Okay. So if the five minute pickup is me saying, what can I do in five minutes? What can I get done in five minutes? Then those five minute pickups are so much more impactful when I don't have excess stuff, when I don't have clutter, when everything that I do have has an actual place where it's supposed to be in my home, where I would look for it first. Okay. And that place in my home where I would look for it first means that I also spend less time. I was going to say I don't spend time, but I'll say spend less time standing in the middle of the room, holding something in my hand and staring into space, wondering where it's supposed to go. Okay. The more I've practiced that, where would I look for this first? And that is its actual home. Then the more I can get done in five minutes to the point eventually where they kind of meet. And then I get to this point where I've actually met my clutter threshold. I have the amount of stuff that I can handle in my house. Things have an actual place to be. And that means that a five minute pickup means that my house gets back under control. Like, so even when things get out of place and crazy and busy, five minutes is going to make so much more impact because my house is decluttered. Does that make sense? (sighs) This is an awkward one, right? This is the one where I open myself up to the people who are like, oh my word, she thinks she's smart. 
I actually know I'm smart. That, that was, that was the problem. That was the problem. That was the thing that made this so mind boggling that this was my issue because I was like, I can do a lot of things and I didn't seem to be able to do this. So, um, but at the same time, I feel like it's important to say that because I, I know that y'all are really smart. Like the people who identify with this tend to be very, very smart people. Okay. All right. Uh, I think I'm going to go. I will talk to y'all next week. Bye.